What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Hollywood Already Did It presents Marvel's Pair Up, Faces of the Moon, a podcast spinoff of Hollywood Already Did It, where we pair up every episode of Moon Knight with a identity-themed movie, some sort of crazy mind, how the mind plays into the story. If you haven't been following along with us, we've done this for every single show, sitcoms and WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Buddy Cop movies, and we are here for the sixth Marvel show. There's so many. What if? Yeah. WandaVision, Falcon, right. Loki, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Wild. As always, <laughs> I'm your host, Blake Schultz, and with me is Jamie Drock. Hello. And Terrence Tatum. Hello, everyone. And we are kicking things off with episode one of Moon Knight and the 2000 thriller, noir, crime, drama, one of Christopher Nolan's first movies, Memento. And before we get into all of that goodness, how did you guys feel about Moon Knight's incredible premiere? Oh, I see. Someone has their own opinion already. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Uh, I keep uh, bragging about this on Phase Zero, but I chose to be the one host of that show that didn't watch the screeners. So I'm the only one who doesn't know what's happening. And, I, and I'm having so much fun not knowing what's happening. This is the kind of show that is meant to be week to week. And I'm loving that. I love that um, all of the guest work has, is not about the greater MCU, but just about what the hell is happening on this show. And it's so fun. But first and foremost, Oscar Isaac, he's amazing. <laughs> Can't wait for him to get an Emmy nomination. It's the first Marvel performance uh, after a Elizabeth Olsen that I've been like whoa uh and that's saying a lot so I'm I'm totally in it love Ethan Hawke uh I I can't wait for the next ones yeah it's uh it's funny because this is a character that I I don't have much knowledge of like I'm, I'm going in blind and I think that's why I enjoy it even more because of that and because you're watching it week to week I love this role that they're they're taking us on like this thing is phenomenal and it, it it's weird to love a show so much because like I don't know what the hell is happening and that's good like I like not knowing what's happening next or what's coming through and Oscar Isaac is doing freaking he's he's amazing he is having a ball in this and I I I hope I already know that most people know Oscar Isaac but he does a lot of independent-ish films outside of the big tentpole Star Wars stuff but like he, that's kind of who he is and hopefully this kind of puts him on a map for a, a greater people that they kind of know that oh yeah he's this dude is phenomenal he's one of those one of those guys that you should you should pay, pay attention to um Ethan Hawke it's good to see him back doing stuff uh I loved it I loved it uh I love piecing things together and anything that deals with the mind and how broken the mind can be and how it may be playing tricks on you that just fascinates me so put it in my veins keep giving it to me yeah i completely agree i also don't know moon knight super well the closest i realized closest like i almost read it the closest <laughs> i gave to reading it i read the warren ellis run in like 2014 and 2015 that ran for a while and it was easily one of the best comic books of that that time and that era, I can't remember if that was Marvel Now or all new Marvel Now or whatever banner they were going with at that point. But I agree, it's interesting seeing a story so much about identity and not just about identity the way so many other movies and te television shows are, but like specifically this mental illness and DID and what it's doing to him and how he has to live and the things he has to do to manage this his own life. Like we're seeing such weird details of like taping the door shut and locking himself to the bed and the goldfish and how he's 
living his life and these memories and how it's affecting him personally, not just in this super heroic way where, oh, he wakes up in his cone shoe one day. We're really getting into the weird, like it affects his relationships and his dating life and everything else. And not that Marvel has steered away from mental illnesses before you can look at like Iron Man or Wanda or Doc, like, you can get into narcissism and depression and addiction and all these other things. This is one of the first times we've seen like a very diagnosed, hard pressing something affecting them, which I think is also important. We don't get a lot of that anyways, but everything else, we mentioned Ethan Hawke at the top. What a crazy way to start off a show yeah. if you don't know what it is and you don't know what you're getting into. I know Disney Plus just cranked up the parental controls for Jessica Jones and Daredevil and Luke Cage and all these other things being back, but I, I just get the sense that like most other Marvel shows weren't going to kick off with somebody putting glass into their shoes and, and then, walking on it and yeah. beating these things to death. And the build up to that action is awesome. And everything feels very built up and mysterious and has these creepy horror beats. And that first episode only getting glimpses of Konshu and glimpses of Moon Knight. And we don't really know what's going on yet. And neither does uh, Steven in the beginning of this. We don't really know what he's going through either. And as he's piecing it together, so are we making us cut through like cool action scenes in the car chase. And I feel like there's a, the old Seinfeld bit of like, well, and then yada, 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 you skipped over the best part. I'm like, well, we're getting the stuff that's going to be the most important. The action's going to come. Right. This is all the stuff that's going to make it pay off. Cause I don't want to just have generic moon night action. I want to <laughs> follow this character and see what he's going on with. And, I don't know about you guys. I also am just a little refreshed not having the like, who's going to show up? And where's Mephisto? And is Kingpin coming? And I, what does it mean? I'm yeah. saying I totally, yeah. I love that aspect of Marvel. I, I do, but it is nice to have a contained story where you're not thinking about that. And maybe someone will show up and that'll be great. But I, I but who cares? I don't. And yeah, it's, like, I like what they're doing enough now that I, I Look, I love the world building. I do. But I, every now and then it is kind of like, oh, it's refreshing. It's like, thank you. Not everything has to be a Lego block to something else. Let's just live in this world and see what this world brings us. Uh, well, a and in a weird way, Terrence, this is doing more world building. We're in a different part of the world for one of the, like, we've gone to these Sokovia and Wakanda and these other places for a while. But I was like, this is one of the few times we've really seen a different government system, a different religious system, all of these other things that I'm like, yeah, let's build the world this way instead of just being like, I wonder what Doctor Strange would make of all this. Yeah, Let's go back to that block on New York and stay here <laughs> for another season. Uh, I think the whole thing's fantastic. I can't wait to see where it goes, how and if it will wrap into it, because as refreshed as I am, I'm like, well, I know I kind of want I do want to see Moon Knight play with some other people. Like, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. But like we can earn that. Because if you if you think back to like 2008, we had to earn Avengers. It took, you know, it took four years. That's math. Yeah, it took four years for us to get go from Iron Man to yeah. the Avengers. And now we're spoiled. It's like it's it's I keep going back to this, but people hated uh that Hawkeye's 
final post credit scene was just the musical. And I'm like, just enjoy some fun. I don't know. It doesn't always have People to be about the People always want a connector. Thing. They we're, always want to connect. We know we're getting more. We know more stuff is happening. Just let us enjoy th- this world in this time. And, uh, and, and again, sometimes it is frustrating when they don't. I know that, you know, we all have Ralph Boner PTSD, but I stand by the fact that he was the one in witness protection and he is not really Ralph Boner, but that's <laughs> another time. But, um, but like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And I think a lot of people are, I haven't seen people, too many people getting upset that it's contained. No, I think it's just sort of getting used to it. I think we're getting, we were spoiled. Like you said, we mm. just did no way home, which gave us more nostalgia and crossover. Right. And we're getting Dr. Strange, which is tripling that. And every frame of WandaVision was dissected for this. And we kept even seeing interviews of Spider-Man was almost in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And this person was almost in Loki. And how is Loki going to affect the multiverse? And how is Kang going to show up in Ant-Man? All mm-hmm. of these building blocks over and over. And a part of me is like, great, here's a show. We can watch it. We can just let the story happen. I don't need to have like my childhood doesn't need to be tickled every 30 minutes by Marvel. We don't need as much as I love seeing Patrick Stewart and Tobey Maguire come back, everything doesn't need to find some way to bring it back to, to 2003. Yeah. That's what the music that I listen to is for. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, I think we live in a world where I like to have both. In DC, I think as much as people like to crap for them, DC is doing a really good job now. of just kind of like, this is going to be a one-off. We're going to do this. This is the world of this. This is the world of this. Suicide Squad exists outside of Birds of Prey. Like those type of things are cool. Like those one-offs. I just hope that we can kind of get that a couple of times with Marvel. Because I'm, I'll be honest with you, I would be perfectly fine if this character never does interact with the rest of them. If we only had Moon Knight, I'm actually okay with that. But I mean, yeah. at least let me see him with Blade. If we get Blade and Ghost Rider, then yes, I do think that world yeah, yeah, yeah. them together. The, those, like, the uh, I don't need to see him with the, 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 like, the Avengers we know, but I yeah. want that grouping to come together. Yeah, I agree. I could see that. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is obviously there's going to be so much. We're never, we're never slowing down now. This is the sixth show. This I mean, is our life forever. Yeah. Yeah, this is it now, yeah. <laughs> since even before 2008, since like 2002, this has been it. We're never, no. ever stopping or slowing down. But that doesn't mean there aren't other movies that we have watched and enjoyed. And speaking of going all the way back to 2000, uh, that brings us to Memento, a movie that That's I had only seen once until oh. last night. Oh, wow. Same. I hadn't watched it since high school. Yeah, I think I, I saw it for the first time in film school because they were like, your mind's going to be blown. <laughs> if you like Batman, this is Christopher Nolan for real. And I was like, I like Blake just summed I, up our film school experience so well. <laughs> pretty much. And then I was like, I like I the Batman more, though. It's fine. Like, yeah. This is a cool movie, but it's just backwards. That's all. <laughs> uh, Memento, the 2000 giant movie i mean the giant relative it was like a cheap movie that i think made 40 or 50 million did very well made nolan and wally fister the people they are today incredible Mm -hmm. performances what did you guys think of it then i guess i obviously didn't see it in theaters i don't know if jamie or terrence did 
uh, I did see it in theaters. Um, and then I, I worked also worked at Blockbuster. Uh, yeah, that was a thing uh. when when this came when this came out. So I this is a movie that I was like, hey, everybody needs to, everybody should be watching this. We should be seeing this. I remember watching this once and then immediately watching it again with my dad. Like, yo, this is going to blow your mind. You need to watch this. And he loved it. I'm a sucker for noirs. Like I love noirs. Um, that's what this is at the heart of it. It's just an inverted one. Um, Christopher Nolan sort of started his. I like to play with time sequence here, <laughs> and this is what he. This is where it all sort of began, and um, it is sort of. It was always interesting to me to, as an audience, you start with the ending basically, and you end at the beginning. But in doing so with a guy who doesn't really remember anything, you kind of are like, I don't know if what he has written down or the notes that he has is actual shit, is fact, because his brain is so broken. I don't know what if he's telling himself the correct thing and how he's misremembering and writing, writing downs and how he uh, interprets what he wrote may be incorrect. I'm like, oh, this is, this is a mind fuck and I'm here for it. And so that's why I just, I adore this movie. It is very small. Um, again, I also agree that I, as he went along, I start enjoying Batman Begins. I love that way more. But for a start off piece, this is kind of like one of those art, art pieces that just happen to be really, really well done. And I, and it's, it's one of my favorite films of his his catalog um, that I think people sort of forget because it's it's ground ground zero for him. And Batman is so huge now. <laughs> I forgot it was Nolan until I watched it again. I oh, really? completely forgot. And yeah. then I was like, oh my God, what an idiot. Of course it's Nolan. I mean, duh, Jamie. He loves that time. <laughs> but you know, it's it's funny because like even though it's it's even though it's backwards it's very straightforward it is it so is. it is way more straightforward than a lot of his movies it's quite easy to follow once you understand the, like i so having only seen it once 15 years ago i um i remembered the end i remembered like the big twist of it all but i didn't remember anything else so mm -hmm. it was fun to kind of know where it was going but not have any memory of the details uh, i enjoyed that aspect of this watch and i and i it is one I, i'm not i have comp mixed complicated films about nolan it's just not my favorite and and this is definitely uh up there for me as well i think it's it's just it's just a fun like you said like a good noir yeah a great i love joey pants i love joey pants trying to get that jag energy as he can um and then in the end you realize it's because he's not because he wants to drive the car it's because he's trying to get rid of evidence <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Carrie Ann Moss, are you kidding me? I forgot she was in a tune. Yeah. Love her. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's not a movie I would have jumped to revisit if it wasn't for this. So I was glad for the excuse. And uh, and I think the whole, and I think it pairs well with Moon Knight, with what we're doing. I think uh, I, I, I like this choice of the genre we've chosen. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a genre that I've always kind of been oddly attracted to like I think I've always sort of liked these weird like oh what's real and how is it affecting them and what's going on and split personalities even when it's like Hollywood split personality when it's like that's not really how it works but it's fine uh but it's a cool story uh but I I think this one it's so interesting going back because one, this is a great example of a movie that's like you think 20 years ago was the Breakfast Club, but it was Memento. Uh, like, welcome to how I felt. And I was like, oh, no, that's not okay. I'm definitely, that's yeah, I'm definitely hearing stuff and seeing stuff. They're like, we're going to flip these songs that you remember from your yesterday. I'm like, but that was just last. Oh, that's 2006. I know. The fact that that 90s show is about to happen keeps tripping me up. The only thing saving that is knowing that uh, the parents are still alive and, and thriving enough that they can be in it. That's the only thing keeping my brain from completely snapping. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh yeah. Um, so that, you know, that's a weird thing, but it is really funny. We've all mentioned like Nolan likes to go back in time and play with time and mess around with it. And I think this even goes further than that, like kind of rewatching this, having more seen like the Batman movies and Inception and Tenet more recently. It is really weird of like, he also has a thing for just physical objects you can hold on to that designate what's real. There's a lot in this movie of, well, the repetition. And if I'm doing this and this is how I'm going to remember and I need to have an act and something I'm feeling and touching and notes and Inception's whole thing is totems. And that means mm -hmm. you're out of the dream world. And even like Batman Begins and The Dark Knight is all very much about like the tangibility of Batman as a symbol and like what that means and how it grounds who you are. And even the split of Bruce Wayne and Batman is very like back to what he keeps doing of like well we're all two people and wearing masks and Matt and all of these weird things and Tenet especially is just like oh he kind of did Memento again with millions of dollars in a sci-fi <laughs> exactly. like he really I didn't see Tenet and I I I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of Tenet, but that's exactly what Tenet is. Tenet is like, cool, I want to redo Memento or do the concept of Memento, but I have $150 million. Yeah, but I'm going to crank it up. He's never really been able to make, like, his women are still very much just plot drivers for the mm -hmm. men. Like, you really feel that in this, where you're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to have these, like, brutal scenes with his wife just to be like, I need revenge. And Carrie Ann Moss is, like, good in it, but she doesn't, like, get yeah. that much to do beyond yeah. just like i'm gonna make you drink this spit in a bar like in this bar when i saw dunkirk i, I kept getting confused because like all these white men are dressed the same and they look the same i only know which one is harry styles i can't tell these guys apart at all so get like, ready get for Oppenheimer. i say so you guys his next well, pass is like white as shit i mean <laughs> in that defense that's just the manhattan project but <laughs> But at least they won't probably probably won't all be wearing the same outfit. Yeah. So I can yeah. Discern them somehow. But I, you know, I do think on Memento, it is one of the first like major studio releases that really got into how memory affects who you are. And like we we spend so long with um Sammy and it's an entirely different actor. And we're going through all of this, and he's so different from this character that we're following that you don't even, there's there's no significant belief until he flickers in the hospital mm -hmm. that this would even be the same person. And it's interesting seeing that motivation and how it like degrades all of these other relationships around him. Like we, even the hotel guy who's like, yeah, I've got you checked into two rooms, but you won't remember tomorrow. Or like Carrie Ann Moss, like freaking out at him and be like, I can say whatever I want to you and just, using slurs and mm -hmm. verbal speech and just like you're gonna wake up tomorrow and we're gonna be best friends you idiot like right. just none of it matters and it, it's interesting following that story at everyone's breaking point but also going backwards because it means that breaking point was so early in the story to him that what we're really seeing is like this keeps happening these people mm -hmm. keep losing their patience with him and like wanting this to end and like Clearly, that's not the first time they've done this until he eventually does what we see him do right away. And then we spend the rest of the time being like, oh, no, he's just been hunting down criminals and killing. Like, we keep doing this. And now, in theory, the next scene, he'll be even more, like, confused 
because he'll have also lost, you know, our friend Cypher from The Matrix. <laughs> Joey Pants. I've had a Joey like, Pants weekend because uh, I watched Goonies too. I was like, Jesus, he's just around yes. all the time. <laughs> so good. But yeah, no, I, I think Guy Pierce, I mean, Guy Pierce is sort of the, the linchpin for all of this to work. I, I, it sucks because I, I don't see I don't think we're act. Outside of the, the structure of the film, that's what I always often tell people about that movie. It's like, hey, Guy Pierce is killing it. And and uh, I wish I wish he got to do more because he's a really talented actor. Sometimes he's like so good, I forget he's like doing a thing. Like I mm-hmm. always forget he's the Iron Man 3 villain because he's like just in his own space and yeah. I respect it. Oh, I do love him in Iron Man 3. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. That opening me- elevator scene. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah, it's uh, but I think you're right, Jamie. This I think pairs up very well with particularly this first episode of Moon Knight in a lot of ways. We're one really playing with memory. There's a lot of great sequences in Moon Knight of like him not remembering. It's kind of the entire onus of the inciting incident of him waking up somewhere else and trying to figure it out. And he's unsure of what happened because like his other personality has figured out to tape the door back. And outside of his fish not having a fin and him going in and freaking out and realizing he was there, we're getting a lot of like, if you can't trust your memory, what else can you even trust? And I think it's interesting that both in Moon Knight and Memento, we have sequences where they're like, well, memory isn't even your memory. You're recollecting feelings. What you need are facts. What you need to do is like police work. And you really have to go like, but my door is still taped. So I didn't leave. So like explain to me this fish. And this is how we start finding the phone and not knowing who this girl is on the other end and not knowing how a razor phone stayed charged in a hole in 2022 and all sorts of other crazy memory (laughs) problems. But you also get a great look. I think both these movie, this movie and Moon Knight episode do a very good job of how these things degrade important relationships around it. Right. I feel like a lot of the time when we do schizophrenia, it, immediately just gets to like violence or horror or movies like identity or even like fight club where it's much more like easy abuse and the easy and this is a much more nuanced take on even how it like it's hard for joey pants to be around him and he's getting frustrated and carrie ann moss having to keep doing this and rather than just them just being hurt it's a lot deeper of like what it's doing to the people around him traumatically and what it's doing to him traumatically. And he's covered in tattoos and notes. And every morning he has to get on the phone and do this like, but those notes were out of order, but my notes aren't out of order. Like there is a weird, like convincing of himself, but you don't really ever see who's on the other end of that phone. We know it's the drug dealer and all this, but for so long, that feels like it's just him waking up and being like, remember Sammy, he messed it up, but you're not going to mess it up because you're doing it this way. And it, it feels more like a pep talk in the mirror than a conversation with somebody. And you get the sense that that's what like Oscar Isaac's doing on the phone with his mom. It feels a lot more like he's just like 
selling himself more than he's like talking to her that's a great thing he does with the the golden statue guy who's always on on the bench like that's him kind of giving him a pep talk walking through the the thoughts to kind of like uh at this day is this and like and, and i like that that's great you're right one of my favorite scenes in 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 uh in the first episode of moon Knight is the whole dinner sequence when he has he goes to dinner and he's like oh yeah i got my date i'm ready to go he's sitting there and he's like where's she at and he calls her and she's like yeah yo you you stood me up i eat my steak mark by myself this is it's sunday and like just seeing his him him trying his eyes and his brain trying to figure out like wait that doesn't make any sense like how did i lose two days and he checks with the the the, the maitre d and he's like yeah no it's it's sunday i'm like can you imagine, and that's sort of what we get obviously with Memento, but can you just imagine how your brain, you as a human, thought you went to sleep, woke up, and you somehow are now two days or gone? You're just like, yeah, that's know. like, you know, I've, I've been blackout drunk in my life, and I, and it sucks to wake up and be like, oh no, and the, but like, that's just like a couple hours of your life. Right. The thought of that for like two whole days is terrifying. Is terrifying. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's really interesting because I think in a lot of other Marvel stories, everything is so linear. And we never really see characters doubt themselves beyond just like, can I shoot the laser and beat Ultron? And this is one of the kind of the first real studies of a character we've seen who can't even trust his his identity and what he's doing and what his day-to-day is. Everybody else is like weighing the pros and cons of what they've done and if it's the right thing. And even like Wanda is a lot more of like, oh, but I did this out of grief and was it right? And who did I hurt? And oh no, where this is so much more of like a fugue state of him waking up and having zero clue of what he's done or the consequences. He just knows that he's back to having to meet a new person and try to date again and hold on a little bit longer. And then watching him struggle in the mirror with other Oscar Isaac of like, you got to give me control, man. You're not going to be able to fight this. And Kanchu just belittling him the whole time is very, is very very Abraham. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 very Mabito. It's it's the those scenes are just like you're an idiot. No, but we can all just take advantage of you forever. It's it's funny because it's probably just because it's first, but it definitely sadly reminded me a little bit of Venom, and I was like, oh, please don't, please don't go that way. Like, please stop. But it wound up working better for me um as it as it went along well you know Kanshu's never like we're both we're both losers (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was what i really (laughs) what i like about both memento and moon knight is that we know we don't know what's quite happening but we know enough in terms of like he's got memory problems this guy definitely has did or something because i hate uh, I do not like when the big twist of the movie is, oh, it's multiple personalities, which I will talk more about in our next episode because that'll pertain more to our next film. And I think that comes from, I, I was really obsessed with adaptation from from like the eighth grade on. And Nick Cage in that movie, like to, to his twin brother is like, his twin brother's like pitching this idea of this multiple personality movie, the three, where in the end you find out and uh, uh, Nick Cage is playing Charlie Kaufman, my favorite screenwriter. And he's like, that's a stupid the hack engine that everybody does. And 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 hearing Nick Cage yell about that when I was like 13 was like, you're right, Nick Cage. I'm not <laughs> gonna like this either. And then now I just have a weird disdain for it, but it's different when it's the story and not just the, the, the punchline, if you the will. End it's, yeah, it's the punchline. Like so many times with 
the just uh, DID or any type of multiple personalities. It's used as the butt of like, all right, this is what's going to fix this film. Like, this is the this is why he's he's the bad guy, or this is the joke, or this is the the the, the payoff. Whereas in both Memento and and what we have in Moon Knight, they tell us that from the jump. Like, no, this person has his 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 mental capacities are are broken. We're going to now tell you the story of why that is important. Not, not him being broken is the is the is the punch and I, well, I, they, I appreciate that they also very often make it um fixable in movies once it's a twist you know we're going to talk more about it in our next episode but can shoot him out of your head or like there's some horror element or some fantastical element to it they make it very like we solved it we figured right. out the problem and we fixed it and it's I probably it, I would assume that it's very diminishing for people actually going through that because like they exist the same way that I will have brown hair and brown eyes for the rest of my life they will have this to have to manage for the rest of their lives there is no real change any and so it's better to instead of making it fantastical and wondrous and sci-fi that's we have to live in it we have to live in it they have to live in it they have to figure out how to manage it and both Memento and Moon Knight set that up and continue it there is no real happy ending to memento he's just going to keep living this life forever until the next johnny g until the next Mm -hmm. thing like we're just going to keep going and we have to assume like this isn't the first time that moon knight has had these issues he's using painter's tape on his door he's chaining himself to his bed he's like this wasn't the first instance. This has been his life and how he's had to live for, I mean, in the comics, it goes all the way back to childhood where he believed that these were his childhood friends. They were very close and all of these other elements. And it's much more, I think about like Peter Dinklage of like, he's like, I don't want to play a, a fantasy dwarf. And it's like, that makes sense. Right. He's not a fantastical creature. Yeah. You do, let's have these people be seen and be normalized and be welcomed in society. We don't need to have this like, well, I figured it out and then I shot myself and it killed the other half. And <laughs> it's like, I guess like that's <laughs> one way to do it. But I think this is a much more progressive way to do it. And so was Memento. I think that's I wonder if our audience has figured out what we're talking about this weekend. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, I just watched it last night. It's fresh in my mind. We're doing these episodes <laughs> back to back, but I'll save the rest of it. I think that about wraps up this episode, unless anybody has more. No, um, no. I just want to say that I'm really happy that we're back. It's, it feels like Hawkeye was a million years ago. It does. It, it feels like WandaVision was a million years ago. And well, that shows like that a, was a different year lifetime. Old. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're different people now. Are you kidding? Terrence has a new home. I was like, I'm in a whole new place now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back. You can, of course, leave us a review on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and wherever else you're listening. You can follow us on Hollywood ADI. I'm at, as always, Blake. Jamie's at jamie cinematics and terrence is at terrence tatum and you can of course see all the other things that terrence and i do at hollywood already did it and jamie's of course on phase zero at comicbook.com and we will talk yeah to quick everybody. plug uh join my month of cage community on twitter we're watching a nick cage movie every single day this month until the release of his new movie so join me in that fun times thank you bye <laughs> we will see everyone next time